We are supported by Squarespace. Guys, we have a Squarespace website that's just gorgeous. That Wobby Wob, you uh, you built that yourself using all the templates, yeah? I sure did. Yeah, easy peasy? So easy. Well, the best part about Squarespace is it's an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, and you can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options with Squarespace Blueprint. Plus, you can kickstart or update written content on any website, product description, or email with Squarespace AI. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX. We are supported by Taco Bell. Ooh. Oh, man. We often do two recordings a day and we have this little nice lunch break that we enjoy and we're always craving something really yummy. Yes, yeah, something fresh, something high quality, something like the all new cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell, which is mm. exactly that. Mm. It's so yummy. It has slow roasted chicken, the pico, that purple cabbage, and an avocado verde salsa sauce. Oh, delicious. Outrageous. The new Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burrito, and Quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina Chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Anonymous. I'm Patrick Mahomes, quarterback <gasps> of the Kansas City And I'm Chiefs. Taylor Swift, because now... We are that's, heroes. That's, football is connected to Taylor. It's that team, too. Oh, it is? It is. Oh, cool. Wait, Good. what? There's a guy on the Chiefs that's dating Taylor Swift. You're so oh, really? out of the loop. She was at the game against the Bears this no last way. week. And now women care about football, so uh, it's exciting. Oh, the NFL should write her a check. The NFL yeah. posted on their official oh, Instagram about how, it. And they put, like, Taylor was here this date. <laughs> how could they not? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, this episode is not about Taylor sightings. It is about the service industry. So listen, we were very explicit about people not listening to the waxing debacle episode. And some people did not heed our warning. And then they came on and they said they regret not heeding our warning. Yeah. So let me just say, this one's as serious of a warning, maybe more, to not listen to. No, this is but the worst. Asterisk. <laughs> hold on. Asterisk, though. The first three you can listen to. Yeah. The fourth one you shan't listen to. Or, and if you do, I don't want to hear no bullshit because exactly. I'm telling you right now, you're going to fucking puke. You can be brave. <laughs> and I, let me also want. add, I loved that episode. I <laughs> loved the whole episode and, I, and that story. Yeah. And that is a hero. That server is a hero. Absolutely. And I want you guys to listen because I feel like that person deserves to be listened to, but I also Some don't want you worship. to puke. But you can't <laughs> suggest people listen okay. to it. Truly, you can't. Oh, well. <laughs> no, it's not to opinion. be listened to. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> listen to the first three, though, and we love you. So please enjoy crazy service industry stories. Hard times come and go. Is this Presley? I'm so good. This is Presley. Monica, I'm in the closet 
my light doesn't work. Oh, no. So we have the computer light. I hope you love that. Yeah, you look great. Oh, Monica, thank you. That also wanted to show you really quick. I have a crow tattoo. Oh, wow. Oh, my Lord, in flight, no less. I love it. When you had that expert. The owl expert. And you were talking about your love of crows. I was like, (laughs) honored. I'm in Austin, (gasps) Texas. This is a lot of overlap. Austin, Corvettes. This is something else. Okay, so Presley, you have a crazy service industry story. And does it take place in Austin? And was it throwing us out of Barton Springs? Wouldn't that be a ding, ding, ding? (laughs) Oh, that would be great. It is not. I didn't end up kicking anyone out. They let themselves out after this. So it was my second weekend at this bar. I'm a bartender. I still work at this bar. And it was around 8 p.m. on a Friday. So it's going to pick up. It's a weekend in a bar. You're expecting people coming in. They want to have a good time. Two pretty young ladies and a handsome young man come in, fun little trio. Like, hey, y'all, they sit in a booth. I go greet them and they order three Long Island iced teas. Okay, really quick. As a bartender, you must be able to stereotype certain orders. Because to my knowledge, Long Island iced teas are for people on their 21st birthday. Like, they don't know what they're doing. They don't. They haven't figured out their drink yet. Or they just want to get hammered quick. Yeah, blacked out as quick as possible. That was the exact goal of this trio, which I kind of picked <laughs> up on. When they came in, though, I didn't think they had been drinking too much. Like, maybe a couple of drinks. But I was like, okay, they can handle a few Long Island iced teas. I go do my rounds. I come back and all three Long Island iced teas are drank up. Oh, it's been like boy. two minutes. Oh, <laughs> they shotgunned them. Which is terrifying. Yeah. For people who haven't had one, just break one down for us. It's all the clear liquors in the well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ew. Like if you watch one get made, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> There's no triple sec in there, is there? There sure is. Oh, okay. Oh okay, this great. Is... They should come with a barf bag, like an oh, air sickness seriously. bag. <laughs> I really want to hear the rest of the story, but I also want you as an expert in bartending to... Tell us other stereotypes? No, well, yeah. But also, if you had to say what our drinks would be, obviously Dax can't drink, but personality-wise... Yeah. Monica steps up. What do you think she's going to order? Yeah. Mind you, you know us a little bit, so it's... Yeah, try to erase that. Because I listen, I was like, (laughs) wine. She's a wine gal. But if you came up and I didn't know that... You like a whiskey sour. Oh, Ooh. wow. What okay. a compliment. That is a huge compliment. That is a compliment. I yeah. appreciate that. I'm not a whiskey person, but I want to be a whiskey yeah, person. of course. So, yeah, I love that. Once you shave the side of your head, you'll <laughs> like it. And Dax, Ted Seegers, man. Oh, yeah. Well, God yeah. bless you. God bless you. No, but you don't know me. You think I'm there yeah. to drink. What do you think my order is going to be? Because I feel like my drink was very on brand for me. I would have honestly said whiskey and a beer in one order nice really nice maybe jameson and miller light very well done really really well done (laughs) it would have been jameson although there were nights where i got into some jameson but my standard was jack and diet 
I drink 12 Jack and Diets. It's so great because you're getting 12 Diet Cokes in the mix. Sure. And so you are sure. you stay energized. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A little caffeine. Yeah. I like that. And it's kind of a mixed messages too because one's really masculine and one's feminine. At least in the 90s when I was drinking, like men weren't stepping up to the bar and proudly wanting a Diet Coke. That used to be an emasculating mm. order. I have a group of four guys that are regulars and they're pilots, you know, workout, 20s. They go up to the bar every weekend for gin and tonics. Oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. I love counter-programming. Mixed messies. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mixed messies get messy. What happened? Mixed messies. Oh, right. Good, good, good. We're trying to remember all of our catchphrases <laughs> for some other thing, but mixed messies is one. Okay, back okay, to the story. Yeah, so three story. Long Island iced teas, two broads, a dude, and they pound them in seconds. Yes. So then when I come back around, I grab the empty glasses. And I'm like, y'all want to get any dinner, any waters? <laughs> I'm like, y'all doing okay? And the gentleman is like, three shots. Oh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Again, they've been here less than 10 minutes. Oh. I'm just like, for sure. And he's like, tequila house. I'm like, oh, y'all, you're on a mission. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Is it their last night of living? <laughs> yeah, they going to prison at midnight? Yeah. Do they go turn themselves in? I go to the kitchen. I'm just planning on staggering it, waiting a few minutes, just not revisiting the table for a sec. I come back out, and he has gone to another bartender <gasps> and gotten three tequila shots. He was hell-bent on these shots. So... You know, when I come by, it's just three empty shot glasses. And the girls are now visibly, they start chatting. They're like, what's your name? Uh -huh. Like, where are you from? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, how do y'all know each other? And the girls are like, actually, we're dating. And this is our first time introducing <gasps> a third. Oh, so the guy yeah. is... A guess. Okay, I gotta break in and say tactically for this guy. I know, bad idea. So he's juggling two things is my guess. He has to be drunk enough that he has a chance at lasting while servicing both <laughs> women. So that's priority number one. But isn't that the opposite? I thought whiskey dick means like it doesn't well, work. Th what you're trying to get to is the sip before whiskey dick so that you can last the longest. Like oh. the drunker you are, the easier it is to last for a guy. Oh. Then you can tip into whiskey dick. Okay. And now what's the point? It sounds like he's charging towards whiskey I dick. I think he's nervous and that's why. I think all three yeah. are nervous. At this point, I'm like, okay, how about that burger? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, okay, we'll share a burger. I'm like, that's a great plan. So I put a burger in. I'm like, y'all make that burger now. I'm like nervous. Again, corner booth. So the girl closest to me was kind of chatting with me. Then the other girl and the guy are at the point where they're like, on the neck, oh, you know, okay. whispering. And again, it's 8.30. <laughs> There's a dinner rush. There's yeah. like elderly people in here. Like, what? So I bring out the burger and the girl on the end that was chatting with me, she is excited about this burger. She mm. houses this burger. Oh. And the other two are just off to the races. So I'm just doing rounds, avoiding this table now. I cannot bring them more drinks. I am walking by, then the girl on the end, burger, it's gone. You know, I like, go to pick it up and she's like come here and I'm like hey what's up and I bend over to hear her and I see on the other side of the booth she is now being fingered oh, by no. the man oh, wonderful and really quick, she wants you to see right. this. So they're now they're wanting this to be an they're, orgy, not a threesome. Or Sounds they're just like. exhibitionists also. It's so shocking. And she's also trying to talk to me. And I'm like holding stuff. I like ate orders on my mind. And I'm listening. And she's like, my girlfriend thinks, you know, slurring. She's like, he's really cute. But I think you're really 
and she vomits. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. Oh, the whole burger she just ate. Oh, my oh. God. The burgers on my island. The oh. water. <laughs> I was bending over. So it's like on you. It's on. No. It is everywhere. I can feel it. And because oh. it's a bar. Way too much skin is exposed. Yeah. Right. And I like stand up. They are still completely unfazed. A wall of fire couldn't stand in the way of their passion, it sounds it like. It could not. I'm just in shock. And she was just on the verge of telling you she thinks you're really cute, yeah. right? Now, hold on a second. Is there any shot? I'm probably going to tip into too perverse, but could she have also been climaxing at the moment she threw up? Because she was getting... <laughs> Stimulated. Do you think everything just happened at once, perhaps? Oh, my God. You should make a prompt. I'm sure it's happened. It happened on The Great, which I loved. Remember, uh, he was poisoned yeah. and he was just climaxing <laughs> and he lost it out of both sides. Yeah, yep. I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to the bathroom, cleaned up. Ooh. Again, it was 830. I had hours left. Oh. When I come back through, they're gone. Whole tables cleared out. I had his card for the tab, so they didn't walk it. I just did automatic. I should have tipped myself like 2,000%. Yes. Oh, my God. I go to the back, and one of the other bartenders is back there, and he's like, hey, you're table four. There's a mess over there. And I was like, thank you for telling me. Thank you. Oh, my God. Listen, I want to put this out into the universe. The odds that any one of the three that were involved in this are listening, very low, right? We'd have to say it's one in 300, given how many people listen to the show. But... If by some miracle one of the three is listening, we definitely need a follow up of what happened. That was eight thirty. Right. What they did not go left? to bed at nine thirty. Also, she puked, so she's back to normal. Rally. She's what yeah. They, they, puke and rally. Puke yeah. and rally. There's a military base around Austin, Texas. I do think he was one of those gentlemen who had come down for a fun time, maybe from an app or something. Wow. Yeah. That's just the vibe of cut, put the together, tattoos, the right. Also, I'm sure y'all are about to have to go, so I have to show y'all something. <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking at? <laughs> Is it on it? The dog? Yeah, yeah it's a dog I mean... with shades on. Yes. I'm ordering like a bunch of just dog paintings. <laughs> oh, because we have a dog painting. Oh, I couldn't find the connective tissue. Yes. So anytime I'm like FaceTiming anyone, there's just a dog behind me. And uh, I feel like, oh. Can yes. I tell you? And maybe this is egomaniacal. Well, let me ask you, it'll sound less egomaniacal. What did you think we were about to see? I thought maybe it was going to be a picture of you at our show. Yes, I thought maybe <laughs> that we had all taken a picture together at oh. maybe the Austin show. Oh. And that we were going to see that. And then we go to a dog. The dog's black and white, but the reflection in his sunglasses is color. Right. Did you think maybe we were painted in there? <laughs> <laughs> in the reflection. Yeah, in the sunglasses. I'll get a painting commission to where y'all are in the reflection of the sunglasses. Oh, that was really funny. Oh, oh my God. Presley, this has been phenomenal. Yes. Thank y'all so, so much. Nice to meet you. Yeah, it's really nice to meet you. I hope we bump into you in Austin. Take care. Bye. What a cutie. That was so fun. Makes me want to just interview bartenders like for two hours. It's a good prompt. Wonder how that night turned out. Yeah, I really hope someone in the audience knows that couple. Because I, I want to know if anyone performed. Yeah. What are the <laughs> it's chances? It's like they were off to a good start. I know. I feel like the chances are low it actually ended They should have hooked up before they went out for drinks. They should have hooked up, gone out for drinks, had some fun, then hooked up again. Hello. Hi. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Absolutely. Jeremy, where are you? I am 
in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, oh. my God. We just had an Austin yeah. and now we have an Asheville, two of our Top faves. Fives. Yeah. Are you from there or did you locate there? I am from here. This is also where the story takes place. Oh, fantastic. I was in the service industry for about 10 years, and this story is actually partially why I am no longer in the service industry. (laughs) Okay, can't wait. (laughs) I actually had kind of a sim moment yesterday with all this. I was listening to y'all's episode with David Chang, and the chef that I was working for at the time of this also worked at Kraft. Oh, no way. Oh, really? And then I got home from work and saw the email. I was like, oh, shit. Wow. Very ding, ding, ding. very simmy. So anyways, this was... About seven years ago, I was a sous chef at a fairly high-end restaurant in downtown Asheville. Big touristy area. It's a Saturday night, super busy. Will you tell people what a sous chef does? Sous chef means like under chef. So I was one step under the chef de cuisine. And then we had the executive chef, which was the owner. So I was kind of helping out people on the line, making sure all their prep was ready, making sure food was going out on time, if anybody was kind of dragging behind on tickets. You're like a fixer. Yes, exactly. So I was on the line that night, which is already a bad sign if I'm like having to be on there helping people out. We're just slammed. I'm kind of in between the saute and the grill station. And then further down, there's the fry station. And then the kitchen actually opens up to where the bar and where all the guests are sitting out in the dining room. All of a sudden, the fry cook comes up to me. He's like, hey, I dropped a thingy in the fryer. A thingy? Yeah, she's like, I dropped a thingy in the fryer. (laughs) In my mind, I'm like, oh, it's probably a thermometer. I would have thought it was something like feminine that she didn't want to tell me. Also, thingy is so (laughs) So cute cute and weird. Well, she definitely didn't want to tell me what it was, I learned. So nothing that's not supposed to be in a fryer being in a fryer is ever good. Like if it's plastic, it's going to melt. We're going to have to drain the fryer. We're going to be down a fryer for like an hour. So I'm like, shit, this is not good. So I run over. I'm like, what's in there? It's like, I dropped one of the thingies. And she points to a box of nitrous oxide (gasps) canisters. Wait. Oh, no. A whippet. No. And they're combustible, right? They're pressurized metal containers, probably a couple ounces of nitrous oxide. So I'm immediately like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Explode. And spray hot oil all (gasps) over everything. Yeah. So I'm like, this is going to shoot out. It's going to hit somebody, like, going to high velocity. And it's like 400 degrees. This is not good. (sighs) I immediately grab a pair of tongs because I can see it. And I'm like, okay, it hasn't gone off yet. I got this. Grab a pair of tongs. Reach in. And the tongs had probably just broken the service when the thing just explodes. No! Oh! My God. Fuck me! And I don't know if you've ever thrown firecrackers, like M80s, into a barrel of water, and it just kind of... Or like when people go fishing with dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Real redneck shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It was like that, and it just coated me with hot oil. (gasps) Oh, Oh, my God. Fortunately, I had a chef coat on. Oh, fuck. Did it get you on your face? face? It got on my face. It got everywhere. Oh, So you hear this explosion, and then you just hear me go, fuck, (gasps) the top of my lungs. And the dining room just goes silent. Everybody just kind of looks up. Oh, well, I didn't see them look up. This was relayed to me later. (laughs) And then just kind of goes about their meal. But I immediately just kind of run to the back, and, like, I take my chef coat off. And when I do skin on the side <gasps> of my arm just kind of comes off oh, with it like no. wet newspaper. My God! Dumping water on it. And oh, I don't feel fuck. a thing at this point. I'm in shock. I'm just kind of like, okay, that wasn't that bad. 
everybody's just kind of looking at me like, dude, are you okay? And then the chef's like, how long on this ticket? <laughs> oh my God. You just exploded in a <laughs> vat of fucking, oh my oh God. Oh my God, did anyone call 911? <laughs> no, so I run downstairs and the owner's down there. At this point, I'm still pretty calm. I'm like, I don't feel anything. I'm like, I should probably go to the hospital. Like the skin's off my arm. Everything at this point's red, <sighs> starting to form blisters. <sighs> so the owner, the head chef is downstairs. I'm like, hey chef. I think I need to go to the hospital. She looks up and like sees me just all red and is like, oh my God, hop in the car, drives me to the ER. And it's like at this point, seven, eight at night on a Saturday. So I get to the ER and I'm like, hey, I've got some serious burns. This is starting to really hurt. At this oh. point, shock's wearing off. Yeah. I'm in a lot of pain. Ooh. They take me back and I'm waiting there for like two hours before they can... Oh. Oh my get an actual God. doctor to see me. So I'm just sitting there just visibly in pain. Have they given you any pain meds or anything? No. What? They couldn't do it until the doctor could get there. And the doctor was at home because oh. it's Saturday night. What if he was at the restaurant? He's <laughs> like, I just got to finish this meal. Something just blew up. And so it slowed oh. down a bit. They should have asked if there was any doctors like they do on the plane. On the airplane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there any doctors having dinner right now? <laughs> should have just asked if anybody there had any painkillers. I mean, it's right. a party town. I'm sure somebody had yeah. something. Someone's yeah. carrying. But also, you have to, like, fix that fast. They were basically like, well, there's nothing we can do for you except give you painkillers. No. It was insane, the blisters. I don't know if you've ever seen the Alien movies, but it kind of looked like the alien's head, like, all swollen. Like, my fingers more than doubled in size. Yeah. Just filled with fun fluids. I was out of work for about a month, (gasps) and it was kind of this realization. I went from working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week is kind of, what happens in the industry to just having all this time off and still getting paid. And I'm just like, this is not a great lifestyle. Yeah. And so after that time, I went back and shortly after put in my notice and I was like, I am literally burnt out <laughs> <laughs> and got out of the industry. So it was kind of a silver lining. Yeah. What did you switch to? I packed what I could in my car, drove off to Montana and worked on a cattle ranch for a little while. Get the wow. fuck out. All right. No, I don't want to make you insecure, but I am curious how you lost your fingers. Because I was like, did the <gasps> fucking grease cause that? I, I couldn't help but think that. You might not like the story. I'll give you a guess. If you had to guess what this was. I listened to the Chris Palmer episode and I heard you guess that one. I would definitely go woodworking of some sort. No, it was a motorcycle accident. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I still ride though. Dirt bike or street bike? Street bike. Oh. I was on a Ducati Ooh. on the highway. And- well, if you got to go down, it's no, nice to be on an no. Italian. <laughs> I was actually really upset because I was like, oh my God, I just fucked up my bike. Of course. And then I saw my hand and I was like, oh, I also fucked up my hand. Did it get pinched between the bars and the ground or something? I think so. It all happened pretty quickly so i don't know exactly i mean it was on the highway so i slid for a while and the bike came to rest on top of me man you've been through some shit shock is a crazy thing it is right i go down i'm like okay this is it i'm like gonna die i'm gonna get hit by a semi truck or something there's like a bunch of traffic yeah and the bike comes to stop and i'm like oh shit i'm alive lift the bike up stand up take my helmet off looking around and then i'm like oh fuck yeah my hand is not well not doing well oh my god and it's your clutch hand so you're still able to operate the clutch though yeah your pinky has a lot of the grip stop and go traffic sucks i live really close to the blue ridge parkway so i just kind of hop on the parkway and then once i'm going i can just power shift and i just kind of cruise 
A lot of bikes now have blip shifts, so you don't even need the clutch anymore. I haven't gotten anything like that. This was pretty recently, and I kind of just had to get a bike because I was like, I can't let this stop me. I can't let this thing win. Well, I can even see already that your pinky's probably gotten 5Xs strong. Like, look at this muscle. Yeah, for sure. Right? This pinky, this is my dude. He does everything. (laughs) Yeah, and then the muscle below in your hand, which in you and I is very thick. Ours is one third the size of the one you have. You look like a free solo, like a mountain climber now on that hand. I know. I want to get into mountain climbing just because I think it would be more difficult. Actually, you're Pinky has like 40% of your grip strength. It does. Yeah, because of that muscle right Ah, there. If you lose your pinky or your thumb, those are like the worst fingers Ah. to lose. Oh. Your ring finger and your pinky have all your grip strength and your middle finger and your index finger all dexterity. You're the king of the silver lining. Yes. Like you got bathed (laughs) in hot grease and you thank that for getting you out of a job you didn't necessarily want to stick with. And then now you're like just delighted that your pinky didn't go down. I was pretty stoked to be alive. Yeah. Anyone who's been in motorcycle racks first is like, oh, fuck this. You're in denial as it's happening. You land and your first thought is like, please, will my legs work, right? Yeah. I could stand and I was just like, cool. As soon as you can stand and move your arms, you're like, okay, great. Well, I can handle whatever's next because I'm not paralyzed. It's almost immediate gratitude. Oh, yeah. The thing I was actually upset about the most, well, one, I was like, I just wrecked my Ducati. I loved this bike. Yes. And then I was really mad because I was super embarrassed because it was on the highway and there were people around. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm causing a scene. (laughs) Oh, my God. The craziness that goes through our brains. I was not concerned about myself or anything. I don't know if you heard the episode where I talked about smashing my Hellcat last year, but as the airbags were coming out and I could watch them deploy, I was like, Oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, I want to <laughs> die. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I did hear that one. I also heard one of you wrecking a bike, and you were like, I got to get up and go so nobody sees this. <laughs> yeah, there was a paparazzi dude pulled over right as I was picking the bike up. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that. I started listening to this podcast as I was kind of recovering from all that. And the conversations you guys have and talking about vulnerabilities and everything, it was really nice and very cathartic. Thank you, man. Thank you. We're happy you're alive. You've had a couple couple (laughs) near misses. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was really good to talk to you. Well, next time you ride up to Sliding Rock or Looking Glass Falls, I want you to think of me. I will. If you're ever in the area, hit me up. Go for a ride. Absolutely. By the way, side note, let's not keep the fucking CO2 containers above. Yep. Change that in every restaurant they own. They were like, that is a bad idea. Bad locale. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, be well, brother. Very nice meeting you. I appreciate the story. Have a good one, guys. Take care. We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Are there some fantastic concerts coming to your city this summer? Mine too. In fact, Anderson Pack's playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't wait for it. Ooh, that's exciting. If you want to be sure to see your favorite artist, you need to jump on it right away. I've already DM'd him saying, yes, I got to be in that front row. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. 
Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We are supported by BetterHelp. Listen, I understand that sometimes you want to keep things to yourself, process your emotions in your own time. But if you keep everything bottled up, it can have some serious consequences. I have therapy on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. I had therapy this morning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it put me in the greatest mood. We had a long, big day, and I just felt much better for having you were some... not to out you. You were a little grumpy going in. I was. I was. I was to be Rob specific. and I received some texts this Yeah, I was locked morning. out of my therapy setting, which is this attic. <laughs> But then you felt much better after. I felt much better. And I even made some apologies. Um, Talking things out can be so helpful. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. Check out BetterHelp if you've been thinking of trying therapy. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for any reason for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DAX today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DAX. We are supported by Squarespace. Guys, we have a Squarespace website that's just gorgeous. That Wobby Wob, you uh, you built that yourself using all the templates, yeah? I sure did. Yeah, easy peasy? So easy. The best part about Squarespace is it's an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, and you can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options with Squarespace Blueprint. Plus, you can kickstart or update written content on any website, product description, or email with Squarespace AI. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX. Hi. <gasps> Hi. How do I say your name? Farah. Farah. Like a Michigan era. Or Boston. My mom's from, or Massholes. <laughs> sure. Where are you at currently? I'm in New Jersey, about 45 minutes out of Manhattan. We moved to the Burbs right before COVID. Okay. So you were in the service industry. Yeah. So I can set the scene a bit. So this was in, I want to say 2007 or 2008, a sort of different lifetime ago for me. I was probably like 23. Well, that's what's interesting. 2007 and eight sounds kind of recent, but that's 15 or 16 years away. My life is very, very different now. So I was like new to this city. So I was working at the steakhouse called Del Frisco's. I know it. You know it? Yeah, we have one in Atlanta. Yeah, it's where people take their clients. People go there with their corporate cards. The whole nine, like the crab cakes and the shrimp and the (laughs) bone and steaks and the lobster tails. It's a fancy steak night out. Yeah, I want to go. It's good. Yeah, It is good. They season those puppies well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm waiting tables at this restaurant and it's huge. It's like a 
three-story restaurant. They probably do about a thousand covers a night. Wow. Like 40 to 45 servers on at any time. Whoa. It was during their busy season in winter time. I was stationed that night in a relatively undesirable section of the restaurant. So there's like the C and B scene areas. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the parts that are in the back room with its own door. And they put the couples that are on dates there or the smaller tables (laughs) or the families who aren't coming to spend a lot of money. Yeah, impress their clients. Yeah, basically. So it's been a fine night. Nothing to write home about. And I'm getting ready to wrap up. I kind of want to go home. And I get seated with a five top of dudes. And I'm a little annoyed because I thought I was going to be closing shop. They're clearly drunk. They've been having a time. But, you know, no problem. Fine. What time of evening is this? Probably around 9.30. Okay. We're past the dinner rush. So these guys sit down. They're rowdy. I can tell they're celebrating something. So they're having a big night. They end up being okay. Kind of jerky, but par for the course. They have a huge meal. They ride every ride. They have the apps, (laughs) the big bone-ins, the lobster. They have lots of drinks, bottles of wine, dessert. They go for it, which is great because for me, I'm walking away with a big tip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're starting to close up. They're ready to sign their check. And across the way from them, a couple that's on a date gets served a porterhouse steak for two. This is a 48 ounce (gasps) porterhouse steak. Okay. Big boy. Big T-bone. This is like the size of like a math textbook. (laughs) (laughs) What a great analogy. The guys see this and they are stoked. And then they start yelling and talking about who could eat that. Oh, I bet you could eat it. No, I'd pay you to eat it. Uh, So they decided they're going to have an eating contest. Oh, After they've already concluded dinner. They've concluded. (laughs) They have signed their check. Uh, Now they want to have an eating contest. Oh, us boys. What are we doing? (laughs) So they say to me, we want to get one of those. And this guy pointing to one of them is going to eat it. So I run down, ask the manager, these guys want to have an eating contest. You know, what do you think? All right, it's fine. You're in the back area of the restaurant. No problem. We're almost done for the night. They cook up this huge steak. Really quick. Do you remember the price tag on this porterhouse? It was probably $140, $150. Yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. So they put this steak in front of this guy. Oh, and they're going to pay him $1,000 if oh, he can do it. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So they're like throwing money around. They set the timer. And this guy finishes the steak in eight minutes. Oh, no. So he did it. He took that thing down like a champ. Wow. So now I think the evening is ending. I go to take the plate away. And, you know, I'm being cute. Like, it's time to go now. Yeah. I touch one of them on the shoulder as I'm taking this plate away. And I say, I'd eat anything for a thousand bucks. Uh oh. And I walk out. I'm very scared. I'm Me too. Very scared. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I come back and they said, Were you serious? And I sort of looked at them and I got nervous. And they said, Well, we'll give you double the time and double the money if you can do the same thing. Oh. Wow. Oh, wow. $2,000, 16 minutes. I'm 23. 
years old. I'm poor. This is rent for a month or more likely like I'll blow it on something stupid, but like (laughs) this is enormous. Yeah. Yeah, Windfall. Huge. 16 minutes. Not that long. Pretty long. For that much. Okay. Daunting task, but this is the lotto. I got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go back to your manager though. So I run down the (laughs) stairs to the manager. This guy's name is Barney. He's from Texas. And I say to him, Barney, Barney, they're going to pay me $2,000 if I can eat this steak. And he looked at me and he says, well, Farrah, are you hungry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I am. So now the word is starting to spread around Mm, the restaurant. Remember, this is a restaurant of 40 servers. Lots of things happening on three different floors of this restaurant. Everyone parties. Everyone's young. It's New York. Yes. Everyone's just starting their night after this. For sure. The boys in the kitchen are like looking for the leanest 48 ounce (laughs) cut that they can find. Uh, Like the one with the heavier bone. And they cook this up. And now the wait staff is starting to gather (laughs) in this area. (laughs) Like Kobayashi eating hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If there was anyone in the restaurant who was looking for service at that moment. <laughs> like shit. No one was getting their tea. <laughs> so I sit down, everyone's gathering around. The guys start to lay out the rules, which are that they have to cut the steak off the bone so that they control everything that I have to eat. Okay. Eating like the grizzle. Right. The fat. Like they are going to carve that <laughs> baby. They're carving it off the bone. The rules are that I have to eat the whole thing by the stopper at 16 minutes. And that if I win, they will give me $2,000 plus the tip that right. they'd already given me okay. yep. on the meal, which was a $300 tip already. Right. Or if I lose, I lose everything. No, oh that my is absolutely gosh. not. That this is, is like, um, so fucked up. This is like Squid Games all of a sudden. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad they did this. You got to have some skin in the game. But you have to fucking yeah. pay for it. So you got to raise the stakes a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yes. I'm jazzed and everybody's cheering. And I was probably like 125 pounds at the time. I'm a small-ish person. So I'm nervous. I'm excited. I've got a cheering squad. I sit down. They start the timer and I'm going for it. I've got the fork and knife and I'm just like moving as quickly as I possibly can through this steak. Can I pause you for half a second to ask, did you have a strategy? Because I would imagine for me, I would go like, I should eat all the fat and shit I'm not going to want to eat up front so that by the time I'm feeling sick, I don't have to go in on that. I know. I don't remember thinking about that, but I remember the servers around me were talking about, so the porterhouse is the filet and the ribeye. Yeah. And so the ribeye is tougher and the filet is easier. So we were thinking like, maybe you start with the ribeye and get that down and then the filet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a terrible strategy. Oh my God. I don't know. It was like, just cut and chew as fast as possible. So I'm cutting and chewing and I'm suddenly like somebody's rubbing my shoulders. It's like a boxing (laughs) match is happening. It's going on and it's going well for a while. And then as I get to like five minutes to go, I'm slowing down Uh and like there's still plenty on the plate. Oh, oh no. Oh. oh no. I've dropped the fork and knife at this point. I'm like ripping oh, steak. Wow. I'm like yeah. shoving it in my oh, mouth. God. And then they're counting down. It's 10, 9, 8. <gasps> and there's still pieces of steak on the plate. Like I'm not done. And as they're counting down, I just scoop up everything yes. that's left on the plate. 
and shove it in my mouth. From now I'm like a chipmunk. Yeah. yeah. And the countdown zero. Everyone's screaming. It's in my mouth. <laughs> Everyone's like, she the guy's like, no, 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 she didn't swallow it. It doesn't count. It's over. It's over. So I take a piece of the steak out of my mouth. I'm going, you're fucking paying me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they relented. Okay. And they paid They me. did. Good. And it was a big celebration. And after that, I got the nickname 48 Ounce Farah from oh. the staff. Oh, I like that nickname. Which was lovely. <laughs> they laughed. I relatively quickly ran downstairs and was quite ill yes. after. Sure. Can I ask really quickly, did they have cash or did they have to write you a check or did they have to run to the ATM? So they had paid for their meal with a card and they paid the bet money in cash. Wow. But what was interesting is that so the restaurant, like many, have a tip out policy. Right. Where you give 25% of your tip for the rest of the staff at the restaurant, for the hostesses and the bartenders and the kitchen staff. And so at the end of the night, a manager, not the one who had told me that I could participate <laughs> in this <laughs> event, wanted me to tip out on the winnings. No. Well, I guess that would have been 500. 2,000 would be 500. On the whole thing. No. Fuck that. And what was awesome, because restaurant people are awesome, is that everyone rallied around and said, no way, like that $2,000 is hers. Good. No one else earned that. I might have slid the dudes who cooked the steak for you a hundred or two. They were like, no, 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 like let her have that. Everybody oh sort of got behind it. <laughs> that was like my biggest night ever. That's a very momentous event. I'm impressed. I'm jealous. So I'm jealous I wasn't there. I'm jealous I didn't eat a steak for $2,000. I'm almost jealous I didn't suggest it. I mean, every part of this I would want to be involved. Yeah, I mean, except for the getting sick afterwards, it was pretty decent. But I used to throw up for free two nights a week as a drunk. Sure. <laughs> Fuck it, you know? No one was paying me two grand to throw up my Jack and Diets. That would have been a better business model. I'm so glad you had that experience while you were young. So I have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old now. And <laughs> my seven-year-old has heard this story a few times and- when I told him I was going to be sharing it today, I said, do you remember that story? And he said, yeah, it's, you had a lot of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's big beef story. Mom's big beef story. <laughs> Farah, that was awesome. Yes. Yeah, I loved that. Awesome. I'm so glad I got to share it with you. You have a tattoo of an audio print. What's that? It's my kids laughing. Oh, oh that's, that's a clever so thing. Cute. I'm a little jealous I never thought thought of this yeah you're jealous a lot in this episode i am yeah, yeah i want to be <laughs> you can do it too no i'd be biting your style i did emblems of cars that bear their names so delta and lincoln i have two of the emblems from cars you're cool you got it you got it <laughs> well fair and wonderful meeting you thanks so much for telling us that story and i'm just so proud of you you lived your best life thank you bye take care well, she was so cute. She looks so much like Jackie. Yes. Her profile was very Jackie. Yeah, I was getting major Jackie vibes, yeah. too. Shout out to Jackie Tone. Jackie Tone. Jackie Tone. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the family. Friend of... Friend of... Friend doll. Friend of a friend. Friend to all. Hello? Can you hear us? Nope. It's so stressful for people. I feel so bad. Oh, yeah. When I had Zoom auditions, it was so mm. stressful. What was the last Zoom audition you had? In COVID. You had some? Yeah, I had some. Can you remember any of the products? No. Okay.
And we'll okay. circle back to that. If One we're... time I had to do one from my parents' house. Okay. Double stressful? Yeah. Because they needed to not be there. Yeah. And be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask There was a squirrel wind. in the ceiling, so he was making uh, noise. Oh! Could be another children's book. Squirrel in the ceiling. Yeah. I what's like he doing that. up there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. <gasps> Hello? Can you hear us? Yay! 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 <laughs> what was your stress level during that? I'm predicting at 11. <laughs> a billion. I'm trying to like manage my children out there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so stressful for everyone signing on. I feel so bad. <laughs> Where are you at? I'm in Thunder Bay, Ontario in Canada. Ooh. Thunder Bay. That sounds fancy. What a great name. Where's Thunder Bay? It's aptly named. We're right on Superior. Ooh. <gasps> The largest of the Great Lakes, home to the Edmonds Fitzgerald, right? Didn't it go down yep. there? So you get lots of storms? We do. But gorgeous, right? Absolutely beautiful. Alana, you have a good service industry story? I do. So my crazy service industry story takes place roughly two years ago at a restaurant in which I was serving at the time. So it was a Sunday brunch shift which in and of itself is kind of a little bit hectic. You have the after church crowd mixing together with patrons nursing a hangover. Mm -hmm. All right. There's a lot of needs. There's a lot of requests. And it just kind of makes for a bit of a chaotic day for everybody. And are the church folks ever complaining about the hangover folks? Like, are you also mitigating disputes and stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. God. Yeah, because if you're fresh from church and then there's like some rowdy clowns next to you, you do tell the server as if the server somehow can control those people. But also it's like you got to know where you're going. That's true. No. Personal responsibility. (laughs) You would think. So anyway, it's going as usual. I'm filling coffee. I'm taking orders. And in walks this couple. And as soon as they walk in, you can tell... They're either very hungover, maybe a little still drunk. They've got that kind of sway to them. Maybe still up from last night. Totally. I kind of point in the direction of an empty table. Seat yourselves. I'm going to bring over some menus when I get a minute. I come over with some menus and right off the hop, I just notice a smell. Oh. (laughs) An unidentifiable smell. I've worked in the customer service industry for a very long time. I have cleaned up piss, shit, vomit, all of the above. And I cannot pinpoint what, what? this smell is. What mix of those Was things it, like, it might be? Sex? Would you any oh, hints of sex? Sex is a good question. No. The only thing I could equate it to would be like ground beef. <gasps> like rot? Sour. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Oh and so I'm bringing over the menus. Nope, we don't need menus. We're going to order drinks. Mm. Oh, okay. God. They're going to drink their breakfast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just your like tagline. Yeah. We're used to that around here. Lots of liquid breakfast. <laughs> they order a round of mimosas and a round of beers yeah. all at once. Go about serving other customers. About five minute passes, and I get a little wave over. <gasps> I approach their table, and he wants to order another round. Mm. And I just kind of think to myself, he's visibly intoxicated at this point. I probably shouldn't be serving him anymore, but, you know, he's not being belligerent. He's not being rude, causing a scene. And quite frankly, I just don't feel like having this conversation right now with him. So I decide I'm going to let him have a second round Mm. and just kind of hope and pray that 
he gets the hint and takes off after they're done this next round. At this time, I'm kind of looking around the restaurant and I can see other customers starting to notice the smell as well. Whoa. It's really hard to not smell it. You'd have to be like nose blind for sure. No one can kind of pinpoint where it's coming from. I know it's coming from this man, but I don't think anybody else has quite realized that yet. And you've decided it's the man and not the woman. Yeah. It's like radiating (laughs) off of him. They finish their second round of drinks and they aren't leaving. He's waving me over to order a third round. And I've come to the realization that I'm going to have to tell this man that I can't serve him anymore. So I'm turning over to walk over to his table and I notice a puddle (gasps) underneath his chair. Nope. Immediately I think to myself, he's pissed himself. Great. Now I've got to deal with this. Oh my God. I quickly detour over to a coworker just to get a second set of eyes on the situation and a little bit of backup in case things go awry. And (laughs) she confirms my suspicion. Yes, there is a puddle. Yes, he seems intoxicated. (laughs) I got you if you need me. So I approach the table (laughs) and very politely, I may add, just say, I'm sorry, sir. I can't serve you anymore. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Oh, boy. Here we go. As soon as these words come out of my mouth, they start going in on me about how I'm discriminating against them and Uh, I don't have the right to do this. And I need to add that they are a middle-aged white couple. uh, Oh. Thank you. Thank you for that clarification. That helps. (laughs) There is no discrimination. Uh, (laughs) I'm simply following the law. Yeah. (laughs) So then I think it's wise to kind of bend down a little closer to him and tell him like, Sir, it seems that you've peed. (laughs) It's on the floor. We can see it. Like, we don't accept this kind of behavior in our establishment. We encourage our patrons to urinate in the bathroom. Pretty simple request. (laughs) What follows is probably the most shocked I've ever been to date. This man looks me dead in the eye, kind of chuckles a little bit, and pulls up his pant leg to reveal an open wound (gasps) on his shin. No! No! From his knee no. down to his ankle. Stop! No! Holy fuck. Now no one can listen to this episode. The puddle under his chair no. is pus no. that has oozed out of the wound. The smell that we couldn't identify was rotting flesh. No. Fuck. This one, this is the worst one we've ever had. Oh, it's definitely tied with the dander that was all over that. (laughs) What the fuck? fuck? He also laughed and showed it. Like, yeah, like I'm suffering and you're gonna suffer. Ew. His sock and shoe and pant leg were sopping wet. I hate this. Oh my lord. Oh my god. Holy shit. I wonder if this guy is still alive. No, he's dead. If you're listening, if you remember having had a leg injury so bad it appeared you had peed. Oh man, what a mess. The last place he needs to be is out at a restaurant getting drunk. He needs medical attention. And he was a little smug about it. Yeah, I hate him. Totally smug. It was such a bizarre reaction. What did the lady do? She was also yelling at me about discriminating against them. (laughs) So then they're going in about how I'm discriminating a medical condition. They maybe told me what it was. I genuinely don't remember because I was just trying so hard not to vomit. Of course. Yeah. Almost, I'm not a doctor, but I'm 
pretty up to date on all the different ailments people can have. And that's not a condition. Like, you know, yeah. genetically, I, my leg leaks pus. Oh, that's not a yeah. thing. Yeah. Also, the whole restaurant needs to evacuate. That's what I thought. It's like a biohazard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Minimally, the mop and bucket has to be thrown out. The cleanup ended up being my job. No. Well, of, well, of course. It's no, your not, table. No, you were going to get the tip. You got to... <laughs> So we successfully removed them, and then I was tasked with cleaning up afterwards, which was really humanizing. The only positive to come from this was everybody felt so badly for me while they watched me clean up. They tipped me real well. Ah. <laughs> well, I mean, what amount of money? Like, you need $3 billion. That should be our next some... debate. Okay. We'll yeah. put a pin in that. Yeah. We'll oh, my that. God. Oh my God, so Alana, that sorry. is uh, rough. I would have quit. I would have immediately, well, then someone else would have had exactly. to do it. Exactly, yeah, someone else you fuck. like. No, I would have called the hospital oh, and said, the hey, fire department. this happened. We need a biohazard specialist to come clean this. I feel like they would have just laughed at us. <laughs> yeah, they would have. <laughs> Whatever they you have to try. Yeah. They're like, we're not in the cleaning business. We're more in the healing the people business. <laughs> we're a little busy over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't do a ton of custodial work. <laughs> yeah, this was a large determining factor in me leaving the service industry for good. Oh my oh, wow. God. How many times in your service life did you have to tell people I can't serve you? Frequently. Really? Once a weekend? At least. Yeah. Wow. I don't think people know the level of drinking we do up in the north. The bar is pretty low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baseline in Aaron's neighborhood was just a nine and a half on the alcoholisms. And then there were people exceeding that, but just like baseline. The South everyone, has a, they got a, a, a chance at that as well. Yeah. In that competition. <laughs> you know. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. well, what a terrifically horrible oh, story. Man. I can't thank you enough for that. That is almost now that tied with cake. my favorite ER story. I'm really glad you guys put out this prompt. I've just been <laughs> waiting to share. Of course. <laughs> You're a hero. You're a hero. You're a frontline hero. Yeah. yeah. You're like a first responder. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> and obviously you never saw that person again. No, I quit very shortly after and kind of changed career paths. Yeah. Okay. I hope he's well. That's yeah. all we can hope. Yeah. Well, Lana, very nice meeting you. Thank you for telling us that repugnant story. <laughs> really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, wow. That was. That was strong. I hope no one was eating. No, we have to tell people at the beginning, you can't eat. Yeah, and in fact, if you're hearing us right now, you have violated our warning. You're in trouble. Yeah, you can't listen anymore. <laughs> you're, you're grounded. <laughs> you're not allowed to listen. All right, well, well I love you. That was Yeah, that does not make me want to race out and get back my job in the service industry. No, I mean, they are heroes. They are. Mine were never gross like that. They were just like people who were so entitled to yeah. drove me insane. I wondered if we were going to get any that weren't restaurant service, but some other type, but they're just too good in this environment. Yeah, fertile ground for misbehaving. Yeah. All right. Love you. Love you. Do you want to sing a tune or something? We have a theme song. Oh. Okay, great. We don't have a theme song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're gonna ask some random questions, and with the help of Aunt Jerry's, we'll get some suggestions. On the fly rhyme dish, on the fly rhyme dish, enjoy. <laughs>